Go, go fund us. Yes. Yeah, fund go us. Fund us. Like me, literally. No, seriously, no, give me money. <laughs> so, if you weren't listening in all this stupidity, welcome to episode eight. Eight. We've Wind made it to eight. Garage. Wow. Yeah. Eight whole episodes, and we have you all listening to us still. I know. I don't know either. It's. It's. I don't. But really, apparently, somebody likes what we're doing. But really, thank you, and go fund us. Yeah, please. <laughs> so, although we did pick up a rather new, a famous new listener. Yes, we did. We did. Um, yes. Miss Red Spade, thank you for following us. Yep, yep. Nice. Thank y'all, you. Uh, y'all look like you guys had fun at Tally this weekend. Um, I was going to come down, but I didn't make it. Sorry. Fun yeah. Yeah, some of us had to work. Some of us had to work, and or some of us had Sunday fun day to experience. And there's that. And, yeah, had to get hurt on a Zuma. There wasn't a whole lot of experience Sunday except the floor. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Anyway. So I guess let's introduce ourselves. This is Chris, the wingman. Tyler, wait, are we, Tyler what, which one are you, what, oh my god, we'll be hanged up tonight, well no, you, you're, you don't get your nickname, <laughs> this is Daniel the Pretty Boy, and to my right, we have the special guest, that we've the been first for. special guest on the podcast, <laughs> it's, so this is going to be kind of funny because his ego's going to go to his head, and I'm not going to be, be able to hang out with him anymore, already, I know, <laughs> damn, Dallas over here, very Dallas. different of mind. So, say hi, Dallas. Hi, Dallas. He said hi, Dallas. Hi, oh, Dallas. Wait. Yeah, wait. So, oh. for just some backstory, Dallas and I have been riding together for a while. We God, how long have we known each other? Probably 10 or 12 years. Since you bought that ZX6. I don't know. That red one. Oh, seven, eight years. Yeah, eight years. Nine years. We've gotten into some shenanigans at the racetrack and on the street, and we'll probably talk about that a little bit here in about 15 minutes. Or so. Or so. And just talk about all the dumb... Shit that we've done. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna try to keep this <laughs> under an hour, but no, with not these two in the house, I don't not know. Not gonna happen. Gonna if we that. break if we get under an hour and a half, I will be surprised. Right? From all the again, all the dumb shit that he and I have done and all the stuff that we can talk about. Uh, I don't need video proof of that. <laughs> <laughs> but so no. But no, it's I don't gonna think be fun. you want video proof. Yet. No, we don't I, want, that's a good point. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly is that. the word that will be used quite frequently this evening. Just, just a quick disclaimer: Dallas isn't really his name. No, we're using Dallas because it sounds cool. And the TV show kind of yeah. sucks. I'll be telling other people's stories that I heard sound cool. It yeah, sounds better than Buford. While you're racing in Mexico, yeah, gotcha. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, let's start with some news first. They released Yamaha has over in England. I don't know if they've released it here in the states yet. They have no, released pricing and all that kind of stuff for the MT-10. Yes. Which is a bike that we're all kind of excited for, personally. Why are you doing hand signals? We're not deaf. We're not doing sign language. The spikes are small. The spikes are small? The spikes are still small, yes, but it just means we need to speak more. And well, so if ever I don't get, I'll have to fix and post. Well, so yeah. The, the, you're actually going to make me edit something. For Gilligan's once. actually going to have to do something <laughs> and work. <Who>? Exactly. <laughs> um... <laughs> But I like it's a naked it's a new naked R one. It's based on the R one S. Kind of like the replacement for the FZ one. Which well, I don't. That's what I was trying to think of when you said it's the FZ one. Oh yeah, okay. It, it kind of is if you think about if it. If you think about it, yeah. But it's gonna, it's based on the R one S, which is I guess it's the it's actually a U.S. market only bike. The R one S is yes, and it'll be fun. I'm I'm kind of half excited for it. It says it's going to be 158 horsepower and. 
80 something pound feet of torque is that what it was yeah but it still looks like an owl smith crack yeah (laughs) and every time you see it in your rear view you're going to look on the other side for Arnold yeah (laughs) I've seen quite a few animals smoke crack but the owl will be a new one yeah yes (laughs) look at the MT-10 that's what an owl that smoked crack looks like I'm going to give it more along the lines of Johnny Five I'm waiting on someone to say your mother was a leaf blower (laughs) you know what I mean so, but I'm, you can never go wrong with a naked R1, so we'll see how it goes. Well, hopefully. I just wish, again, we've touched on this in several episodes yeah. in the past. It could look better. But, ultimately, if it rides the way it's supposed to, who cares what it looks like? Yeah. That's 1,000R kind of proof of that. Hey, you know what? The S1000R, you can run your mouth about the S1000R. You still haven't ridden mine yet. No, I haven't. So, and it looks better than that freaking thing. <laughs> well, that's true. All right. Now, if we ever had some more sunny days, we'd actually get out. Dallas has ridden my bike. It looks like you blacked a pug's that eye. That is an owl that smoked crack. <laughs> like you yeah. what? Blacked a pug's eye. <laughs> your what, bike? S1000? My bike. Yeah, my bike. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he heard you. No, I did. <laughs> I did. No, I'm ignoring him for a reason. <laughs> so, but now Dallas has ridden my bike. Your bike is uh, it's something that I'm not used to. I don't ride a whole lot of newer technology and stuff no, like don't. that. And it, uh, well, hell, last time sure I rode with for you, spin. yeah, last time I rode with you, which is God, what two years ago? Two or three years ago, yeah. You were riding. Uh, I was either on the Hawk or the Falcon. You're on the Hawk. The Hawk. Yep. The you're bicycle. Were, <laughs> you're on a little bit of a, a relic, but that thing you is a it. tractor. Oh yeah, it is. It is. It's got it, the I torque mean, I've never is the same from two thousand to eight. It never yeah. changes. Yeah, but it's a <laughs> it's like back road weapon. Three hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, <laughs> that damn hawk looks. I'm not kidding you. It looks like one of those old wizard bicycles <laughs> right next to it. And I'm and I'm on an SV650, and I'm like, God, I feel like I'm huge riding next to you right now. It does make you feel like a large person. It does. It made it made me feel like the fat kid in a in a you know jacket. I was like, what the hell. Fat guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a little coat. A monkey humping a football. Pretty much. <laughs> but, no, because Steve Pops was on the Falco that weekend. Yes, he yeah, was. He had to take... Uh, he had Jackie on Jackie, the back. Yeah. And <laughs> poor everybody else kind of got left by all of us. That was bad. That was bad. He had Jackie on the back. Steve was like, I wasn't pushing that hard. And we're like, screw you, we're having fun. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eric's back there going, where did he take my wife? It's like, you're not used to riding in groups, are you, Dad? No. (laughs) Well, he's used to riding in groups, but everybody's hair is usually on fire. I don't think a lot of people that day were used to riding in groups at speed. No. I don't think so. Not at all. I still catch shit for that ride. Still catch shit for that ride. You can't take any of it because you don't hang out with us anymore, which is perfectly fine. It's your choice. <laughs> but I'm the one that catches shit from that ride. That's what I'm here for. I come, yeah. I get you in trouble, and I leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a good friend does. That's a, exactly what a good friend That's does. That's also why people own dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh gosh, what else? Um, What else has come out? Hmm. Uh, uh, Deadpool. Besides Deadpool. Besides Deadpool. Uh, RBF 1000. I called it. I told hey, you. I'm still trying to find the post where I mentioned this on Facebook. I called ago. it. Now, I told you there was going to be a V4 coming. Yep. And I, was I called it. Now, they're saying it's going to be a lot less pri- uh, less expensive than the RC213. Well, that's not going to be difficult to do. Right. You keep <laughs> it at, you know, 20 well, grand power. Even, there you go. Well, uh, the way it looks like, because they're going to go. They got a date for that? Um, it's not a date. It's gonna be tail end of this year, 
because they're going to race it in World Superbike and everything else in 2017. Right. Um, and that's going to be Honda's real track weapon. It's cause They're going back to the days of the RC51 and the 954. Right. Which the 954 was a street monster. We talked about this yesterday. We, You and I discussed this yesterday. I mean, but you couldn't touch a 950. You can still... A 954 on the street is still really untouchable. A lot of people are still dying to own one. Yeah. Great street bike. They're not that great on the track. They're good, but they're not... The RC51's the other way. Yeah, the RC51's completely the way around. They're terrible on the street, but you get them on a racetrack, oh my gosh, you're lapping and grinning. I know about that firsthand. Yeah, you do, because you had one. You know an RC51? Yeah, he had one. Nice. It was most uncomfortable street bike I've ever ridden, and I've had two really? Ducatis. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's had two ducks. There's a 916 sitting in his uh, dad's living room right now, and I'm pretty sure an RC51 is more uncomfortable than a 916. There is. I always tell the story when he picked it up in '96, uh, wasn't it? Not, no, he got one of the first gen '94. '94. Okay. When he picked it up, he picked it up in December, and he was riding home in his Carhartt overalls. Yeah, <laughs> freezing cold. He's always like the sportiest thing prior to that that he owned besides the race bikes were uh, like a FJ twelve hundred. Wow. Yeah, and uh, he said the whole way home, like two miles down the street, he's like, "What did I just get myself into? I just bought a fifteen thousand dollar piece of shit." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "What the shit did I just do?" He's and like, then my breast hurt so bad. Yeah, <laughs> and then like what three months later he wadded it up. Was that what it was? He had it for about. A year before he wadded it up. Oh, that one. I saw there's remnants of that. he turned around and bought another one. Yeah, they year. bought the same year and everything. And there's remnants of the original one in his garage. It's hanging over the door. <laughs> and he's got the little front piece that runs down between the headlights. Yeah, <laughs> it's sitting up there on the door. I'm like, oh, memory. shit, I'd, never, I'd never seen that one. But, no, we gotta, we'll gotta. we have to do a, we'll do a podcast out at, the, out at Steve's one weekend. <laughs> yes, yes. Just pre-beer and Jaeger. I was going to say, no, you have to do a lot of work just trying to... Yeah, even understand. There might not be a lot of words. <laughs> no, there there will be some videos probably. But anyway, but be the we quietest were, podcast we'd ever had. Be yeah. real loud for about ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> nobody'd hear anything. Snoring. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But we got to ask a question, um, which was actually last week. It was last the week podcast. But do we want to go into that question, or do we want to kind of talk? Since we're all discussing Let, track stuff. Let's get into that question a little bit later. After the break? Yeah, after the okay. break. Um, just because I think it'll be warranted more yeah. than... Um, before we get into anything uh, track-wise, Hedgehog, you got anything dirty for us? Dirty? Oh, um, yeah, you're the dirty. Besides your underwear. Do you have anything dirty for us? I was a little sad this weekend. Because his underwear was clean. Uh, Chad Reed finished outside the top ten for the first time this year. Well, but it happens. Um, he's old. Other than that, a uh, very exciting weekend. Uh, Joey Savacci uh, came out of the uh, yeah crap. Came out of the whole shot. Uh, looked to be the race winner, going to dominate the two fifty class, and unfortunately, about two laps in, wadded it up in the whoop section. Um, whoops. Whoops. I still personally, <laughs> yeah. The running and Christian Craig come come out of his line and over into his line halfway through the whoop section. And to me, looking at it, I still feel like Craig actually caused him to crash. I can't tell looking at the replays if they got together or not. But as soon as Craig comes over, about the time his rear wheel gets to where it looks like it might touch 
uh, you see the front wheel of Savachi's bike go sideways, and he does a front flip, and Cooper Webb damn near ran him over, and crash gate. Uh, that being said, oh uh, picked the bike up twenty second, <laughs> last, last place in a in a with thirteen laps to go in a in a fifteen lap main, and he come back and pulled a top ten finish, so kept him within ten points of the uh, of the championship. Um, so two fifty class, really exciting. Uh, Ken Roxon showed up and showed out uh, with Ryan against Ryan Dungey. Roxon, um, what's he riding? Is he on the? Uh, he's on Suzuki now. Suzuki this now? year, uh, Ricky Carmichael and Kerry Hart have a team, RCH Racing, um, which is yeah. probably damn near a factory team. Showed up. Ryan Dungey, of course, took off. Got the whole. Uh, well, I don't think he got the whole shot, but uh, very quickly got out ahead of the pack, and Roxon was kind of behind him, and for the first time this year. Dungey got the lead and then lost it. Uh, really? So the first time he's gotten into first place and then been passed. Uh, Roxon passed him several times towards the end. It looked like Dungey was going to reel him in. Um, looked like he had him, but uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, they both made a couple mistakes. But unfortunately, uh, a couple times Dungey kind of missed his mark, and you know, while he didn't really, you know, bobble like he was going to crash or anything, uh, just a couple rhythm sections he didn't pull off quite as fast and ended up finishing. Uh, literally about .2 seconds behind Roxon. So, great race, great weekend. Uh, a lot of guys had kind of a disappointing weekend. Savachi, Reed, um, Andrew Short wasn't very happy with his finish. But overall, definitely one of the most exciting races we've seen yet this year. Well, they so, were in San Diego, right? Or where was it? Uh, they were in Texas. Texas, okay. yes. San Diego was too. So, going to um, Supercross uh, in Atlanta, coming to East Coast. So we're going to see the lights class be suspended. Uh, they'll come back racing, uh, I think, in about five or six races. They'll move back over to the West Coast again. Um, and then we'll have, I think, one or two races, and then we'll be looking at the uh, East-West shootout for the championship. I was going to say, are they still doing the East and West thing? Cause uh, yeah, basically, uh, you ca- they, they're going to crown at the last round for, for East and West. They'll, yeah. they'll uh, crown their champs. And then the final round for the 450s, they'll come in, and it's basically the, the shootout. So, yeah. Hey, you're going uh, out to Supercross, aren't you, this weekend? I am. Uh, I will be leaving uh, Friday mor- or Saturday morning uh, quite early. Yeah, uh, we do a one-day one yeah, trip thing, drive down to Atlanta, watch some racing, go to the pits, talk to the guys. Um, hopefully, might be able to sneak well, in an interview with a couple guys. Probably not going to do a uh, read or anything, but uh, a couple privateers that are they're doing some good stuff this year. I'd like to see maybe I can get a little bit of a snippet. Maybe we can add in the next week's show. Cool. Awesome. I'm so in. we'll see so what happens we'll there. We'll you up with the recorder and a mic and... Stick them on. I'm going to need that for Birmingham and Road Atlanta because yes, I might be are. able to snag something on that one. Yes, you are. Other than that, because free I've food some, and Supercross. I'm... I've got some connections on that. Nice. Yeah, we'll set you up for sure. But anyway. Um, Dose. Dose? Eckies? Okay, pass me one, too. Hopefully Trace. I don't puke. Trace. So, uh, yeah, we're also a few days away from World Superbike starting. Yes. Uh, yes, thank GP you, God. I'm so ready for this season. <laughs> right. Thank you, Liquid propulsion. Nick is going to be top five. First Chaz race. Davis. Do what? Chaz? Chaz. Uh, look, this is going to be the people in the top five. Chaz. I don't know what positions they'll be in the top five, but this will well, be the top be five. I don't think he'll make it on the podium before the weekend. I'm not. That. Nikki might make the podium by, before by the weekend. Um, I think he does. Chaz, the two Callies. Um, 
Nick, and Jordy Torres. That one yeah. showed out today on the BMW. He did. And yes, I'm a BMW fan, but still, he showed out today. He showed up and he was running right there with everybody. So, he's going to be the dark horse. So, I'm going to call those five. That'll be the top five if, as long as nobody crashes out and everything else. And hey, we're watching Phillip Island right now. Yes. From 06. 07. Oh, 07, seven, yeah, 07. We're 07 now. Yeah. Yep. I thought it said 06. Nah, it was 07. It's 07. This yeah. is, yeah, this isn't. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Toslin's riding right there. Toslin's yeah. riding the handspring bike. It's a triple nine. It is a triple nine. Yep. But, anyway. Um, so, yes, racing season. AMA's coming. Yeah. Not, not a whole lot coming out on that front. Uh, apparently, Atlanta Myers took a sales job, a rep job for one of her sponsors. So, good for her. Got married. She's Got married. Married. She's married a BSB rider. Um, so he's doing the riding and she's working at home until she gets her own ride back together, everything else, because one of her sponsors kind of fell through. What are the Moto America doing six weekends this year? Uh, ten. It's ten this year? It's ten this year. I thought that was six last year. I thought they got seven or eight. They've got ten this year. Um, and that Superbike class is getting stacked. Superbike and Superstock. I'm going to tell you right now, we've talked about it before. Jake Gagne is going to be the kid. Yeah. Y'all, everybody needs to watch Jake Gagne because that kid is going to come out strong. And I don't know if Bobier is ready for it. Just because Gagne was up there running with everybody on a super stock bike. Yeah. Um, without super bike, you know, super bike motor and wheels and everything else. Oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dallas, is, Meanwhile, being Dallas is getting molested by the cat. Real personal over here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See, it doesn't matter which where we're recording. We've always got cats somewhere. The cats are always around. Yes. The yeah. cat has a belly sack. The cat does have a belly sack. The cat's fat. Leave it alone. <laughs> Leave Bay alone. She's not big. No, she's fat. Speaking of Superbike and AMA, what? Why hmm. has Yamaha not decided to enter World Superbike? I'm still kind of excuse. Where have you been? Sylvan Gintoli on the Pata? What? Uh, Yamaha's got a factory team. They got Sylvan Gintoli and I can't remember who they got the other. Who's on the other uh, bike? How did, how did I miss this? Because you don't pay attention. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> this is the first year they're back in World Superbike at a factory years, level. So yeah. Um, since 2012 was or 2011, whenever Cal left and went to GP. I don't know, but they've got a full-on factory effort. They're not. Well, it was they're, longer than that, actually. That R1's got a little bit some teething issues, just some setup issues and everything like that. Poor GP technology money into it. Yeah, R and D money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's the only place that the R1s worked is AMA Superbike and BSB. <clears throat> it hasn't worked anywhere else. Um, um, that's really odd. Well, the reason why it works here in the states is because Keith McCarty kept his nose in and kept the contingency money running for Yamaha and that's why everybody picked up Yamaha's doing club racing and everything and then stepped right. up and that's why you, when you see the super stock 600 grid it's the R6 cup R6, yeah. it's <laughs> I mean there's hell Colin R6 was one of race. four yeah. guys on a non R6 that I rode Atlanta yeah. you know and that rain oh god it sucked it was raining and cold and terrible so help me, I hope and it's better. The 600 better. grid is an R6 cup. Yeah, the 600 grid on, heck, it doesn't even matter if it's AMA. It's club racing. It, it's 
It's even more. It's even, it's more. even more so. It's like you look at it and it's nothing but R6s with a Suzuki thrown in for flavor. It's really more about money than anything else because remember 06, 07 it was all it was all Jixers I mean for forever it was all Suzuki's because Suzuki had the best contingency money so heck with with BMW and Kawasaki and Yamaha giving the money out that's why you're seeing a lot of guys step up to the thousand because the BMW they give you stupid money buying the bike and then they paid a tenth so it's a no-brainer. Right, for those of you looking to get into racing. Yeah. You don't jump on to this. Do not jump into a BMW S1000RR as your first race bike. Why not? Don't. No, Dallas, <laughs> no. You know why. Because you're going to sit there and go into, turn two, go into Farmhouse at Talladega oh, and not realize what you're doing and end up hitting the tires on the other end of the track. <laughs> like <very> true. Rob <laughs> did. Remember that weekend? Yes. Were you there that weekend? Yes. Made it uh, all the way to them. Yeah, Fantastic. made it. All the way to the tires. It was a spectacular show. Yes. But. <laughs> it was not a good idea. But anyway. Um, not a whole lot coming out of AMA yet. So we'll wait till. Yeah, give it a couple weeks. April. Yeah. yeah. We're almost there. Yeah, we're getting there. It's been warm the last couple of days. What's the first round at? Uh, first round is at. Shit, you would ask me that. I don't know. Damn it. To the Google. I was going to say, <laughs> call in the life. Non-branded uh, search engine. To the Google. <laughs> I don't care. <coughs> well, hell, we're ain't getting paid for this yet anyway. Nah, right? I don't give a shit. Don't get over it. So, uh, speaking of it being warm, anybody else get out to ride? I got to ride a little bit Saturday. And yeah. it wasn't, I didn't, I just, it was cruising around. Um, I had the Tina with me. We were working on her skill set and skill level, just getting her back up to... I heard about something else, two-wheeled biting. <laughs> yeah. I did not get to ride. Well, yeah. I wouldn't count the Zuma. No, nah, the Zuma did ride. Circuit of the Americas for the G- during the GP race. Saturday, Saturday though. Oh, I that's right. That's Saturday, Zuma. I did miss a good day. Yeah. But we cruised around the hometown and hung out and all that good stuff and grabbed something to eat, went and saw some friends that hadn't seen Tina's bike yet. Um. So yeah, I got some riding in on Friday. If you call riding to work and then riding home, that's okay. commuting. Yeah, but hey, that's the first time I've gotten that bike out on the road in weeks. Yeah, weeks. Which, weeks. by the way, that bike is going away soon, isn't it? I shall neither confirm. No bullshit. No. What's I, going on? I'm not I saying heard. anything until it There's happens. Been There's been speculation. There's been speculation. Yep, there is speculation. Like I said, I'm not going to say anything until it's done. Bullshit, whatever. Just because I don't want to jinx myself, I don't want to have anything go wrong in between. <laughs> when it happens, it'll happen. Blah, blah, and blah. You anyway, know it will happen. Quack. Yeah, you'll, everyone will know. It'll be all over social media, blah, blah, blah. Team done. Quack. Of course, this guy's got to know first. I didn't hear a duck, did I? I did. I think we did hear one. <laughs> I heard, I heard, I heard you. Quacking up. Quacking it up. Quacking it up. up. Quacking up. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... That's pretty much it. I, I got the bike serviced. I got the uh, the braking oil out of the second motor. Which, okay, mm-hmm. now that I've thrown that out there, I have to clarify myself. The first motor blew, and it wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything. Operator error. It was not operator error. <laughs> it dropped a valve, and that's not my fault. So, anyway. 
Um, so I got the brake oil out of the new motor and got the uh, Dynamic Pro programming put in. And it's a lot different with Dynamic Pro. That suspension handles a lot differently. <laughs> Does it? It's, yeah. And I didn't really get to play hard because I rode from the dealership to my grandparents' house where we, we're keeping the bikes right now. And it's all interstate, and there's not really anywhere I could Yeah, I don't believe really you. You're just going to have to let me find out for myself. Okay, Dallas, that's fine. <laughs> once, I get, once it warms up, you can figure it out. But it's... That thing pulls like a freight train. Oh, my God. I love that bike. But anyway, and I sat on a new 959. Really? That bike feels lighter than a 675. Wow. And it's narrow. Oh, my God, that bike is narrow. Wow. Well, Um, a lot of these days, I'll actually get out to some place where I can throw my leg over one of these and sit on it myself. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a very attractive motorcycle. It's very pretty. The one... the. The one they had as a demo was the white with the red wheels. Nice. It looked good. Nice. But I'm always going to be partial to red. Of course, you know, on that note, I've I've got wind of a Street Fighter that's available somewhere. Dallas? What? A Ducati Street Fighter? 1098 Street Fighter. Dallas? Where? Darius. It's local. It's local. I'll divulge the information after. Make me lose money right now, man. Shut up! You know you won't. Just saying, because you know (laughs) the conversion might have some uh, convergence, some competition for Street Fighter. On that note, I think we'll take our first break. Yeah, we'll we'll take first break, and then we'll talk some more. We'll grab a couple of drinks, and we'll tell all the stories that Dallas and I have. Not allegedly uh, not I done. Go home and pass my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back to Look at that flex. Yeah, okay, it's getting big. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to Wing Hey, guys. We had a little longer break than normal, but it's all good because you'll never notice. Nope. It's not. But, uh,. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we'll get into the question that we got asked. Well, before wanna. we do that, let's officially let Dallas introduce himself. Let's talk about our guest today. Uh, well, well, do you want me to introduce him, or do you want to what? what sure, go for it. Well, okay. So, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> um, so Dallas and I have been friends coming up on ten years now. Um, we met obviously through bikes and everything else, racetrack. Uh, his dad's raced for a while. You've raced a little bit. A little bit back in the day. Before kids. Yeah, before kids. And <laughs> kids will do that to you. Drama and everything else. But, um... Ex-wives. Ex-wives, yeah. <laughs> well, that's... That anyway, we'll get... That's not a conversation <laughs> for this podcast. Um, but, yeah, we've... Hell, Dallas and I have known each other for a while. And just through riding and everything else, it's... Some of the stories that he and I have... You know, how fast can we get back from Talladega? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and then um, show Bob's Road. Bob's Road. God. Banjo music. Banjo music. Um, beer. Beer. Daniel can't drive. Dan- no, Daniel was like, hey, uh, <laughs> Dallas, you're driving home. And froppy. then you then you wake. Oh, God. Froppy nippers. <laughs> we need to tell that story. Naren is chick. You have to tell that story now. You have to. We'll get into that. We'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but, so, 
Dallas and I have we're the track rats of the group and huh, where do we start? Like seriously, what do we wanna like first track bikes or something or like good first track bike, how about that? Let's all just go around the all circle. Right. First good first track bike. You get to start Dallas. I would say if you have any type of riding experience on the road and you're ready to go faster and get to the track and do that, I would, hands down, I would go with some type of lightweight twin. Yeah. Whether it be an SV or a Hawk or hell, even now if you wanted to get into that 300 class. Mm-hmm. CBR like 300. That, if you yeah. want, I just, I think, yeah. Yeah. honestly think you'll never be, you can jump on a track on a, on an inline four, on a 600 or a 1000, and you might end up doing great, but you'll probably never be as much as you could be if you started out Yeah. being better than your bike. Yeah. See, th- the thing about the, the lower, the lightweight twins and stuff is, it'll teach you momentum. It'll teach you that you don't want to screw up, because if you, do, if you screw up, you're fighting for the rest of the lap to get your momentum back up. You spend more time focusing on that than you are actually riding. Go in yeah. on something that's better than you, and you can never ride that bike to its full capacity. Yeah, you're never going to learn really learn anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas you get your guys that jump on, you know, my track bike, my, my track bikes, my Jixer One Thousand that I ride on the street too. Yeah, well, yeah. all you're going to do is go <laughs> fast on a straightaway and hold the rest of us up that are fast in the corner, and it's or just hurt gonna, yourself or hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, because you're just going to piss us off. Um, I would agree with it, but if you're going to jump in... First track bike. Yeah, honestly, your first track bike... Hell, if you can get a DRZ 400SM, <laughs> do that. You'll never... If you crash it, you'll never wad it up because it's a dirt bike. That's true. They're meant to crash. They're made to crash. <laughs> and the hoop just... And it's always more fun to embarrass someone on a 600 when you're on a Motard. Because that's just fun to me. They can get mad all they want, but I just went through that corner 15 miles an hour faster than you. Like Ted Cobb. Yeah, like Ted Cobb. God. Ted Cobb, he was an instructor at the Kevin Schwant School. God, what else? He Made raced. Everybody's so mad. How raced Weir for years. And he's on a YZ450. It may have. It, the bodywork said 450. That thing could have been a 525 for all we know. But this thing. I've seen him come through the bus stop back, back when they were still racing at Nashville. That front end just chattering. I'm sitting there looking like, how in the hell is it sticking? This thing looks like a seismograph during a freaking earthquake where the front end looks just bouncing around. I'm like, holy God, he's not going to save that. That some bitch stick and just go. And drag an SV650 down the front straight. Just Aww. drag it down the front straight. You're dragging me. It's so cute. I'm dragging my handlebars. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I just. It's like what's the the Lorenzo lame meme? He's like, oh, what? I got 61 degrees, and it's got like the guy that's running a world supermoto. This thing's like the handlebars almost on the ground. It's like that's Aww. cute. What the hell is yeah. that dude's name? Japanese guy. Oh, oh the, the Jim Connor Super, guy. Supermoto, and he. He looks like he's low side the entire yeah. way, and he picks it right back up. Oh yeah, and does it again. Next Every corner is a rolling low <laughs> side. One you yeah. tagged me in recently. Yeah. Too. Every corner looks like a rolling low side. So that guy's got too much time and money and no kids. Yeah, that's, right. That's exactly what it is. But all right, your turn. Woo. Um, you get to talk now. YZ one twenty five. Two stroke. What? A two stroke track bike. Track a <laughs> first bike. Well, track bike. I mean, I figured all my track experiences on dirt. So. <laughs> that could work. 
That wouldn't be Blake bad. Is where it comes from. Believe it or not. That yeah, wouldn't be bad. Out, I bet that would actually. Botarded out a YZ125 mm-hmm. would be fun. And I'm you could pick 252. So I've, I've seen several CR500s. Yeah, yeah, well, the CR500, it's first gear and then holy fuck. Yeah, right? It's a very special piece of machinery. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just holy fuck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or it's parked. Or it's parked, yeah, when you're having to change pistols. The first time shit. I rode a 500 two stroke, it went like this. Okay, this is fun. Hey, it's coming on the pipe. Oh, shit, it's on the pipe. Yeah. That's one of those where, like, I'm going to die. Oh, God. I hit two power bands. It was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a power band that, oh, How did you install the second one? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> was it typical brown rubber, or was it, like, black was stuff? It, or did you, you have bend your, over and you spread chromoly? your ass jinx? Chromoly <laughs> power band is what it was. Right, right. Uh, All right, okay, Kelly, so you go. Who? You. Who? Go! Damn it. Well, turn. All right. I will agree. And I already know what this guy's thought on it, too. SV is probably going to be one of your better bikes to get onto the track with just because it does everything. It does it well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, slow as they are, an old uh, Aprilia RS50 would be fun, too. If you could yes. find it. If you can find... Well, they're still out there. You just gotta look. They're out there, but, yeah, but it's just finding a good one's the hard true. part. Well, I mean, it's your first track bike. If you can get one that runs, you're you're halfway there. Oh, yeah. You know, you want to learn how to keep your momentum going, you have to do that on a 50. <laughs> I feel like I would at least want the 125. I don't like that's a lot more serious than that, the 50 is. <laughs> yeah. And he wants an RS250... You better be ready to ride that. Oh, yeah. Ride a TZ250 or something. Yeah. Fuck. One time I rode an RS250, that thing surprised the absolute shit out of me. RS250, like any two stroke 250 that's set up for a GP bike, Mm -hmm. they're rather, they're. They're surprising on the front straight just because you're going, you all of a sudden you're going that fast. Yes. And it's you, so small. And it's so <laughs> small. It feels yeah. like you're riding a unicycle the whole time. Right. You think 250, oh, whatever. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, no engine braking. Roger, yeah. or Rich Oliver <laughs> on a damn TZ250, you've seen that man yeah, ride that. He ran 140 miles an hour or something. Like I mean, 135 yeah. or something on a TZ. Something stupid fast. Something Maybe t- faster than that. Yeah. I, just, I feel like a 125 would be somewhat comparable to a 250. It's always, there, there's so that much That would more, feel faster. There's yeah. so much more ill handling, though, as far as uh, <laughs> the throttle and the motor response, you know, because yeah. they try to cram all that power out of that little motor. Oh, uh, you come off the pipe one, in the middle of a, yeah, you know, a turn, it's going to be a fun day. The 125 dirt bikes were so much more brutal than the 250s. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, but if you're going to get on the track, get on something that you're going to be able to learn on, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get in over your head, yep. and it's not going to freak you out diving into a corner that you think you've gone too fast. Yeah, you got to drop the ego before you get on the track. And like I've said before, you will never win at a track day. You'll never win a track day. You'll definitely lose. <laughs> you can definitely lose at a track day, but you'll never win. So, there's that. Um, what? Congratulations, you won your track day? Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Why does that sound like some of the people we know in Nashville? Right. Why? <laughs> Why? Man, I took first in the track day. Tra- what? No, you didn't. Shut up. How do you qualify? Yeah, what was your qualifying <laughs> run? How was your Super Bowl? How was your Super Bowl time? How was your practice for your practice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Let's talk about dumb stuff we've seen to the track, Dallas. Oh. Don't talk about that. The track. Yeah. I'll start Damn with it. this one. This is my personal favorite. So 
me being the corner worker, I always stay for the writers' meeting and look and see what we've got going with that. I am in. It's an exact day down at Talladega, and Pete and Anna are great. They're fantastic to work with. They're fantastic to ride with. They're so much fun, but there was two late arrivals. One was a dad on a race prepped 1098 is what it looked like. So, and he's got weirdest stickers. He's got tech stickers on the bike. I'm like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. It'll be fine. His son, on the other hand, needless to say, he's signing up for the track day. He's on like a, he's on one of your ZX6s. Okay, green. It might have been a double R, ZX6 RR. I don't know. I don't care. 04, 03. Yeah, 03, 04. Okay. The hard edge ones. Yes. The, the non-undersea exhaust. The pretty one. Yeah. The nice one. The yes. nice one. Yeah. So, he the goes... <laughs> he goes, I'm going to start off in a novice, and then I'm going to bump up to advanced. I hear that, and I go, I really want to hear the rest of this conversation, because this is going to be fun. So, he says that. So, him and Anna get into the discussion and the debate where, no, you don't get to bump up. We and you don't get to choose to bump up. We will bump you up if you're fast enough. I was like, "Oh, I'm fast. I got it. I'm fast." I'm like, "Okay, fine." So we give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, "Okay, you go ride novice. We'll see how you go." Needless to say, guys, if you ever want to sit there and say you're going to bump before you've even started riding, you're not going to get bumped up. I can guarantee it. It's not going to happen. You're not going to be fast enough because you're talking like that. And if you are fast enough, okay, fine. But you're not going to bump you immediately. So the guy, there's two of us have been to Talladega here. The other two haven't. When you come out of, there's only one right hand corner on the whole track. You come, <laughs> you come out of the right left side entirely. Yeah, your left side <laughs> shot. You're like well, it's Talladega NASCAR world. Well, it's a little talent, but this this Grand track Prix race. This track yeah. is so much fun though. But so you come out of the right and you go diving into the bowl. It's a long left. And you come, depending on the bike, you're coming out of the bowl in second, you'll click to third. Or just, if you're on a big bike, you'll just stay in second the whole way through. So, all of a sudden, I look up for the first time, this guy's actually been halfway cut loose, and you hear, run, 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 clunk. I went, you've got to be kidding me. No. He's not even blip. he's blipping the throttle, yes, but he's not timing it the way he needs to. And he gets to the da- the bottom section, and it's not revving anymore. It's just idle with a clutch in. And he goes clunk, and he downshifts, and then he goes into the corner. I just went, oh my god, no, no, no! You're not bumping. You're staying a novice the rest of your life. This is not going to work. And he, oh, the argument that he got into with me about that because he came up and asked me about something, and I said, you need to worry about your shift points. Not in what your not your body positioning, right? And oh, that argument was a good twenty minutes long. <laughs> you know, speaking of body positioning, we're watching the uh, 07 World Superbike here. Yeah, and I'm looking at everybody riding. It's like wow, riding styles have changed. so It has much changed so years. much. But this is the thing. Like if Nobody's you're just dangling their leg, they're obviously yeah, slow. Everyone, yeah, everyone, you know, <laughs> everyone's still just kind of dropping their hips off the seat and well, see, it's over the bike. It's the thing. Minimal the thing movement, of, really. Yeah. yeah. The thing about just body positioning is there's no real set way it works. There's no real yeah, A, B, and C different for everybody. equals D, and it will be you'll be faster. Everybody uses their body different ways. I mean, Kevin Schwantz rode it a certain way, and mm-hmm. Ray, I mean, Schwantz was what six well, foot one, six foot 
to yeah. Jake Lewis or whatever isn't going to have the same body position as Danny Pedroza. Yeah, know? I mean, right. it's, it's, who's got to hang off too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're going to hang off the bike, but it all depends on your arm length and your leg length and everything else. Right, body positioning is such a weird <coughs> I, ride to where you're comfortable. Yeah, I just find it funny looking throughout the years and watching all the different riders. It's like a trend. Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah, I saw pictures of somebody posted of Swanson them back in yeah. the day and everything's like straight up and stiff. And yeah. Like, yeah. It looks funny but not like when and, you see it. And then now, then you went to the whole Rossi throwing the leg out. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. everyone else is doing that. And of course, then you've got uh, uh, Marquez. Marquez. Well, you can know, sit there and hang off the bike. shoulder. I, <laughs> you know? He's going to have to put a slider on his helmet now. Right. Like, I just, I don't... And you just watch the rest of the guys on the track doing the same thing. Like, okay, when you see a guy that's on a Ninja 250 at his first track day, mm-hmm. and he's hanging off like Marquez, and he's still a good 30 degrees away from dragging his knee, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you need to worry about, like, corner speed, not, not trying nice, to... nice, man. You're going to kill somebody's dream. I don't care. <laughs> no. I'm not the guy that's going to... That guy was the fastest man in the world in his world that day. It is in yeah, his world, but... Hey, then he, he may shot... never hit a racetrack other than a track hey, day. As hey. far as him, him as his friends as... knew, he won that track day. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Apparently not Zouse, though. But hey, it's well, just... Yeah. I... I See when you said track stories, you were you went like actual track stories. My brain, as soon as you started talking, went to like a local celebrity we had launching the SV650 that night. Which in. one? <laughs> and, uh, well, there's shenanigans. The best story I still heard. I, a local celebrity. <laughs> huh? I was there for it. I was there. I was there for it, but I didn't see it happening. Was when you found a certain friend of ours underneath the air fence. Oh, this is a good one. But naked oh, with this is a good one. <laughs> Such a good story. So I'm this not is. Say I'm, I'm not gonna say names because he might some actually. Some of the people listening to this might actually. Know some of the a couple of people might actually know the know the individual we're talking about. Grand National <laughs> Finals back in <laughs> 05, I think they're still running the SV1000, the SV650 Cup. 0405, somewhere in there. So this individual, this team <laughs> that was here in town, that is still here to a point, they were. They won the lightweight twin endurance championship five years in a row. I mean, the, every one of them is fast. Every right? last person on this bike was ridiculous. They wouldn't let they them showed run. Up, they won. Yeah, they wouldn't let them run practice in lightweight twins. They made them run with the six hundreds because they were too fast. Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, this was back when Corona was sponsoring a team. And this is always over over Halloween. I think I know who you're referring to. I think you probably do know who I'm talking about. So (laughs) we would sit there and Corona would throw a party with all the free Corona you could drink. Woohoo! So one of the individuals that was on this team got really drunk. And by I mean really drunk, I mean too much chocolate milk. Galactically (laughs) drunk. And so he disappears. We can't find him. Where is he at? He has to race tomorrow. In the middle of the we night. We cannot find... This is one thirty in the morning. Like, everything's shutting down. we got to get him to bed that way because you guys got to race and you guys got to win tomorrow. So, we're looking for him. Can't find him. We're like, screw it. We're going to bed. We'll find him in the morning. We wake up about 6 o'clock in the morning. Still not there. Still can't find him. <laughs> we're like, what the hell? So, we're at Road Atlanta. And we're all parked up at... If you've ever been to Road Atlanta, we're parked over by the old We're a Tech Shed and the old Pit Lane which is now the spectator side where you cross the bridge to go into the infield. It's the old pit lane. 
We're walking around going, where is he at? We cannot find him. He's the fastest guy in the endurance race. We have to find him. He's our anchor guy. What the shit? So we end up we end up having to just we just start walking. We start walking the track. And we get down to the bottom of the asses and we're looking, we're like those are feet. Which is far away. <laughs> Which is a good mile and a half away. Atlanta. It's very far away. It's a long walk. And it's, and it's like you hit turn you walk turn one, you start walking up a big ass hill. Like it's a big hill. So we're like, what the shit? So we start walking down the hill, and we lift up. We find the individual we're looking for under the air fence, butt naked, dick in the dirt, the whole nine yards, still drunk. This is 6.30 in the morning. He's still hammered. We drag him out. We find a way to get his clothes on him. We get him back to the trailer. We're dumping water down his throat, just trying to get him halfway. Nothing. nothing. He had nothing on. So we're sitting there. We're getting getting just stuffed down his gullet just to get him to halfway sober up. So we get to the point where the race starts. The the lead guy goes. We're like, we shit. Dude, are you okay? Uh, like, give him another water. So we, I'm not kidding you. We've recycled about five bottles of water out of this dude, at least in the la- in the previous hour. We've been trying to get this dude to half sober up. So we finally get to the sober where he's half sober, and he gets on the bike, third, his third stint, takes off, two laps in, breaks a track record for lightweight super twin, lightweight twins. Like, are you kidding me right now? Really? I mean, takes off and just dusts everybody in that class. Yeah, and they ended up, yeah, still half drunk. Got him off the bike. He gets off. Everybody's there. They end up winning the championship. Day's done. But I'm not kidding you. Finding him naked up under the up under the air fence was the funniest. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is why you listen to us. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we enjoy Weir. Because that shit's no story what not to <laughs> All right, Dallas, you got to tell another one while I go to the bathroom. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. I just want to throw it stuff. out there that before I even really started watching MotoGP, because I really, I've been a racing fan, but I really wasn't a MotoGP fan until about three or four years ago. Um, I threw my leg out before I ever knew anything about Rossi, so... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 we're supposed to save that to answer the question. What? I'm kidding. What oh, question? Huh? I'm confused. Now we'll wait for uh, oh, Dan to get back out dirt. of here. That's for sure. Well, see, and I think it's because coming from <laughs> a dark background, dirt, yeah. I was so yeah. comfortable with it that... I grew up in the dirt. I might have accidentally thrown my leg out on the street if I thought I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I never intentionally did it. Well, I think that was I think it was part of getting comfortable with riding on the street is I would just naturally want to throw it out. And then, as it's progressed, I never really fought it, and a lot of times we'll be casually riding, and I'll go around a, a turn, and I'm sure Chris has seen me do it a hundred times, and it just kind of drifts out, and I'll just a lot of times I'll just let it drag the pavement a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, usually, I, when I start riding hard, it doesn't come off the peg very yeah, much. I tried the, the Gladius the last time I rode it. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. Who knows? Maybe the next bike might influence me to do that some more. Um, what's Depends another on. good one? Hang on. Um, oh, you want to know about the time Jamie Hacking got really mad at me? Sure. Okay. So, it's 2005. 2006. For those Hacker. who you don't know who Jamie Hacking is. Jamie Hacking is a, was a professional road racer in, on a couple of different teams. He was on Yamaha at the time. Very good super sport racer. 
very, very good super sport racer. He was an Australian that came over here. He lost his accent, blah, 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 blah. Um, made all his money. This is the time in AMA you could actually make a really, really, Thriving. really nice, nice living. Um, he lives he made in... a living in club racing. Yeah, he made a living. You could make a living in club racing, not even AMA. Um, so... I'm working the hairpin at Barber, and it's practice and qualifying. It's qual- it's leading up. So this is before they put the concrete barriers in between the hairpin and the back straight. There's a little cut-through road that's right there. Needless to say, he'd come through every session at least three times and cut through and just go back to the pits. Hmm. You can't do that. You have to go the length of the track. Yes, it's practice. We're not going to, you know, say really anything much, but still, you need to go around the rest of the track like because, everybody else. like everybody else, and it gets a little dangerous if you pull out and turn right and you don't look. You know, it could be it could be a bad situation at, at one point, right? So, and I told him, I'm like, hey, when next time you come through here, point at the tank or something and make me think something's going wrong, and you got to get to the pits quick, or else I'm going to turn you around and go. He goes, okay, fine. So he goes through the next session or whatever, and he tries to come through. And I tell him, no, go back. You don't get to come through here anymore. Oh, you want to hear somebody matter in a wet hen. Ooh, he cussed me up. Ooh, he, he called me things that I don't think I've ever been called ever. Wow. I was very impressed, actually. I was like, your, vocab- your vocabulary is quite impressive. That's very good. I'm not going to say anything back. Because you'll just get me kicked out. But still, you need to calm down. So from then on, if he ever saw me at Road Atlanta or Barber or anything, he just saw me and started walking the other way. I was like, yeah, well, whatever. Fine. <laughs> have fun with that. Miss watching Hogger Road. Oh, ho- oh right. God, I miss watching Hogger Road. You had your wet hand, by the way. Oh, I had your wet hand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I find that incredibly funny. Oh, what's yeah. another good one? Well, you know, before we run out of time. Oh, we're not running out of time. we got plenty of time. Do you want to answer... Uh, Mr. Tony's question. Which one was it? Tony called us actually as we were getting ready to close last episode. Yeah. Um, on our phone number, which we haven't even mentioned once today. We'll mention that in a second. Yes, two six two five go ride. Two six two five go ride. Because he just went through it like blah, 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 blah. no. Right. Two six two five go ride. Call us, leave us a voicemail, give us a question to ask, Here's or text, whatever it takes. Run your mouth. Call us in the middle of a fight with your girlfriend or boyfriend, <laughs> wife, husband. We don't care. Just leave us a We're also fun. therapists. Yeah, we, no, we're not either, but we will. Tyler if it's a, is. Tyler's a therapist. If it's a good voicemail, we will use it for the break intro. Yes. So, yeah. So, Tony called last week towards mm-hmm. the end of the episode. Obviously, he didn't have enough time because we we're actually literally closing out. But uh, he wanted to know, and this ties right into what we're talking about. What is the dumbest thing we've ever done on a motorcycle? Dallas, you get to go first because yours is probably one of the better ones. Okay. Um, Here you go, Tony. Specific times on the street. I mean, it's hard to pick out something that everybody hasn't done when they're younger. You know, whether it's riding too fast or something like that. I I have a couple and I can make them quick. I remember riding when I really had no idea what I was doing. Early twenties, riding way too fast. Yeah, with my friends, we all were doing thinking that. that we were racers. Yeah, right. You know, we were all, knew it hell, all. 
you and I were in the same group doing Hassling each other, stuffing each other in the corners in t-shirts. You told it, the, the story you told me yeah. hanging out like when we were just chilling. What was Stuff that like with that. you and Scuba? Yeah, leaning on each other in mid-corner and just, you know, thinking that nothing could happen. But I remember one time, <clears throat> allegedly, allegedly, we were on the backside. Well, the, the statute of, of limitations is over. Yeah, we were on the backside of a certain... Uh, Road here, in road town. highway around here, <laughs> and uh, we were just everybody was topping everything out, just giving it everything every everybody had. And I was on an F four I at the time, and <laughs> so I was full tuck. Well, let's talk flying. about the F four U R I for a minute. You were on for a minute. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't my bike. It was one that I had helped build, and it was stretched and lowered and all this stuff. You know, slightly built, and we were running running down this long straightaway and I can remember the speedo was showing like 171 or 172 so I mean we're probably 145, 148 maybe or something you know and I just remember thinking and I was in a t-shirt <laughs> with a helmet no gloves and I just remember thinking like what if something out of my, what if the chain breaks Yeah. what if the tire goes you know? <laughs> that's, that's probably one of the, the, the dumber things I've done in my life besides uh, I went to Myrtle Beach with a group of uh, these misfits that Daniel still runs around with. Yeah, I do <laughs> run with them still. Miscrints. <laughs> Miscrints. And uh, I rode without a helmet. Rode without a helmet, uh-huh. T-shirt, sometimes no shirt. It's the first time I'd ever done it in my life. Welcome to Of course, my, my father is a 20-year veteran of road racing and preaches gear, gear, gear. And an MSF instructor. And an MSF instructor. And, of course, as soon as I got away from with my cool friends. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so running seventy five eighty down the road without a helmet, I'm uh, even though that one time for a few miles, I feel like I'm lucky to be here after that. No <laughs> kidding, especially running with our group. <clears throat> That's some of the dumbest things that people that I know have done. They told me about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess mine. It's just dumb. Like again, Dallas and I running with the same group and. You know, way too act, fast. Way too fast. I remember it wasn't too fast. It was more along the lines of if I had not have been as bundled up as I had, it would have been close to light, light health threatening. I rode home. It was either stay where I was at and get snowed in, or leave, do the sixty-five mile trip, and make it to work the next morning. Mm-hmm. I was close to hypothermic. My dad has been on a bike oh. doing with hypothermia. <clears throat> I still pick on him for it. But um needs to say when I got off the bike, I don't know how I got out of my riding gear and into a shower because my arms and shoulders had locked into place because it was so cold. Wow. And when I finally got in the shower and got the heat on it, after about five minutes my shoulders finally unlocked. And that was probably one of the best joint popping experiences I've ever had <laughs> but you look at it and you're like Daniel you were it was 25 degrees when you were standing still mm-hmm. and then you rode 60 miles at 70 miles an hour yeah it drops it down to like negative, negative 20 like it's just it that was the dumbest thing I've ever done just because I, if I had not been as prepared I would have had hypothermia and I would have not been a good I would not have been a smart individual but that's mine 
Hey, Tyler, your turn. Oh, uh, um, made me cold just hearing that story. <laughs> <laughs> I've ridden in a little bit of cold, but nothing I've too. I've ridden a lot cold too. Nothing too crazy. I'm usually uh, prepared for it. Yeah, cold weather. I can't do it. No. Well, I've definitely had my fair share of moments. Most of them involve racing. Um, I would say it would probably be a toss-up. I remember pulling when I lived in Florida. For a short while, I pulled the Tom Cruise, you know, wanted to roll around, let the hair blow in the wind, yes. rock my sunglasses, <laughs> no helmet. I was riding an old, uh, naked, pretty much stunted out uh, CB750. Awesome. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Rectangle. And <laughs> I remember one day I lined up next to a buddy of mine that had a, uh, uh, was it a, a 110 RevTech in his Harley? Oh, God. Well, I say I say Harley loosely. In his completely custom <laughs> bare bones. Uh, Someone hit the drag specialties. We drag Shit. raced, and we probably got close to 100 before I'd, like a dumbass, missed a shift. Um, and so I, I backed off, but no helmet. That's pretty stupid. Honestly, I think the dumbest thing I've ever done was also living in Florida. Uh, was working on a person's bike for him. Um, he had gone snowboarding in the mountains, managed to lose his keys, oh. so he came back with no keys to his apartment, oh. no key to his bike, nice. no key to his car, and he came to me and he said, hey man, I, I gotta go to work, I know you work on these things, I know technically we shouldn't do this, but can you hotwire my bike? And so <laughs> I told him... sounds like a great story. <laughs> So I told him, obviously knowing who he was, knowing he actually owned the bike, um, I told him I'd, I'd get it running for him. So hotwire the bike and put a uh, basically a flip switch on it to to uh, make it where you can run it, <laughs> so this guy can go to work. So I'm sitting there and I'm I'm looking at it and at the it was an 06 R1 and I'm sitting there and, and I'm working at a dealership in Florida and we had an 07 R1 that come in on trade, yeah, super nice. So I'm sitting there going. You know, I've been thinking about buying this bike at work, and I've never ridden this generation R1. I'm going to take this thing out. <laughs> his? Yeah, his. <laughs> so I get on this thing. I go riding across Orlando. Um, allegedly, of course. This this is all hypothetical. <laughs> well, again, the um, statute of limitations has to be gone by now. I don't trust any of that. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm show me proof other than me <laughs> supposedly admitting it. Um, People talk. That's all. <laughs> So I hop on, I go flying across Orlando, riding this thing around, being a dumbass, riding wheelies and shit on it. I honestly don't remember if I had, because I know I still had my MMI uniform on, but I don't remember if I put a jacket on that night or if I just had gloves on. Um, so riding across town, I pop a couple wheelies. I, I've come up onto one of the toll roads, and as I'm merging onto the toll roads, I'm winding down. I'm like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to put it up. Um, sure. Two Honda Civics go by. Oh God! We can't have that. drag racing. No, we can't <laughs> have that. Right? So I'm coming up the on ramp, and I just hear wow, and I look up. Here they go, and I'm like, I, I gotta have a little bit of fun with them. So I split them at about 120, and I've got nothing but open road in front of me. And it's keep in mind, it's probably 1:30 in the morning, and I decide, you know what? I'm gonna see what this thing will do. Oh so, my God. I stopped. No helmet. After I held and watched it bounce between 186 and 187 indicated for about three miles straight. Well, we're good. 
Um, I remember, and finally, I, and, and it, I had that moment kind of like you talked about, and I went, holy shit, what it's if something happens? Angels start singing. <laughs> but, yeah, ah, holy crap. So, I get off, I go to get off of the exit, and without realizing how fast I'm going, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh shit, that's the exit ramp. So I come off of this saying, damn near dragon knee, in not of any type of riding gear that I should be in. And I think when I merged onto the other road, I was still doing 90-something. Jesus. And uh, so I get back, and I get off the bike, and I look, and I realize there's no tag. Oh, God. And... (laughs) To uh, beat we've it all, all done that, but no, <laughs> there is no proof. No, so I, <laughs> I start looking. There's no registration. He has no insurance. There's no tag on the bike, and it's hot wired. So, sure, he's not from Nashville. I think. <laughs> oh, I'm never gonna be welcome back on the show again. No, oh. you're gonna be back next week. What are you talking about? I'm gonna oh, have yeah. to say, on the premise of what what I would have had to have tried to explain, had I gotten pulled over, um, that could have been a very interesting. That's probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. That's, that, that would be an interesting conversation. <laughs> over, over the high side. Dude. So what about you, Chris? <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, First off, before I start with mine, I, hear this. I have to say, what is it with Civic drivers? <laughs> what is civic it drivers? about the fact that because Civic... Tech, yo. Because Doge, bro. <laughs> that makes you think you've got halfway <laughs> the chance. High five. Dallas wins. Doge, bro. Right. Doge. That rust is just weight reduction, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say uh, this. I enjoy a, ve- a well-built. I'm just kidding. great cars. They're great guys. They are. I have one. Fun. Fun. family, man. <laughs> you, wait, a wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I've owned several, but I, I, I would have one as a my track limitations. Right. I would have one as a track car. I, I, was, I thought you said bike. I was like, I, I did. But did. It, you meant car. I meant car. All right. So let me jump on that bandwagon for a moment. All right. So this is uh, many, many years ago back home in Hawaii. Uh, yes, we were so wearing gear because my friend and I were always about that most of the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're sitting at this uh, stoplight. Highway connecting two of the towns together is about oh, 10 miles long, uh, which is a long distance to drive for anybody in Hawaii. By yeah, way. Hawaii, 10 miles. All right, 10 <laughs> miles, that means, no, I, I can't afford the gas today. See ya. Uh, so we're sitting at the stoplight. I'm on my 04636. He's on his 05636. And this dude in a candy purple Civic rolls up next to us. Those are fun. And he's blasting uh, something. I don't even know what it was. Doesn't matter. It was Ukulele cool. music. Filipino kid <laughs> with his pretty Filipino girlfriend sitting next to her. And uh, we're just in there, mind our own business. We're not doing anything. And he's revving. Yeah. Murr! Murr! You know, mad cow and all. Don't you mean <laughs> ring, 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 ring? <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> easy. <laughs> right. Not too sure. So, uh, like, I look at my buddy and like, whatever. Yeah. The light turns green. And he spins the front wheels for like three seconds and then takes off. We're just sitting there. Can't have that. Can't have that. Like, really? We look at each other, we nod, we drop our shields, and we blow past him at a buck fifty. He pulls up next to us finally at the stoplight at the very end of the highway. Dude almost had you. (laughs) Windows rolled up, music's turned down, Uh, music's turned down. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that. 
That slightly qualifies as one of my stupidest things, but not really. My VTEG never kicked in, bro. <laughs> my VTEG power bands are broke. <laughs> it's a DX, man. Come yeah, on. oh, God. <laughs> it's not the DX, God. Leave me alone. So, my buddy's hatchback smoking. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have the doge, he had the soach. Yeah, he had the soach. Stupid soach. He's got Integra. <laughs> Type R. Right? No. JDM spec. Jesus Christ. So, alright, let's get to. Where do I start? All right, let's go way back. I hate you right now, Dallas. But anyway, <laughs> oh, he loves you. I know, but love was, me less. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was mid drink when he said what he said. Ass. <laughs> I must have missed it. You did. It was I was busy droning on. Yep. Anyway, go ahead. So, let's go back into the day. Um, this is probably within the first. Two months of owning a real street bike, my poor six three six. So <laughs> I work poor my poor bike. That poor six three six. So I worked with a bunch of guys that were all stunters. And at the time, you know, some of my influences, my friends that were teaching me everything, that was all they were about because, you know, the Star Boys were actually pretty cool back then. Uh, we're Vegas talking about they're cool no they're not. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I watch all these stunt videos and everyone's doing wheelies. And I, all these guys I work with, that's what they're doing out in the parking lot. And uh, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I can pull a wheelie. Oh, God. <laughs> Whenever you say that, it never ends well. So, okay. The, the dealership, basically, you could only come in from one side. After that, it was about 200 feet of parking lot. First gear, pow pow. So here I go. <laughs> I'm watching them, and they're doing—you know—they're doing slow wheelies, standing up, going all the way down. Like, okay, cool. I know I can't do that, but I can lift my front wheel. <laughs> like, do it, do it, do it. So I'm on one side, and I lift it, I lift it, and it comes down hard, and I go rolling off this way. And the bike goes sliding into the curb on the other side of the uh, parking lot. I would just like to point out that any times that. Said Zuma has hurt me. Yeah. I had Daniel was that guy you're just talking about saying, dude, dude, yeah, dude. that's always me. <laughs> we haven't told it's a Zuma a damn story. Shame. He said the same I bet thing you can't I, do it. I bet you I can it's just do a it. Damn shame. He, put, he said the same thing when I put his girlfriend on the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I damn near killed both of us. Yeah. Uh, we'll tell a good Zuma story here in a minute. We'll tell so, the story yeah. where Dallas tackled me off the Zuma. So there's that one. And then, again. I didn't like you that day. <laughs> Like most things, racing involved, right? Yeah. So uh, there was one time that I may or may not have been harassed by this asshole on a Mustang going to work one day. This is when I had my CBR 1000. That was Merch bike, wasn't it? No, my first one. Uh, my first. first one. This is back in, uh, uh, actually, 07. Okay. So I used to live not too far in town here, not where I am now. I won't divulge information. Um... So I'm going to work, I'm riding my bike, getting onto 65, and the entire way this asshole in the Mustang's revving at me and, you know, just harassing me. Whatever. It's really fun when you blast those guys. But so, anyway. we're getting onto the ramp, getting onto 65, and he pulls around me, steps on the gas pedal for what feels like 10 seconds, just revving at me, and takes off. So obviously can't have that happen. So I drop my shield, and I... I, I past cannot have that. Cannot have that. <laughs> cannot have it. It just can't. And I, I blow past him. As I'm looking back at him, you know, slowly dis- disappearing, I look up and there's a state trooper. Oh, we've all been there. <laughs> I did that on Eric's bike one yep. time. Yep. I had a friend's borrowed 
Over six. Jigster 1000. Jigster. Jigster. Jigster 1000, bro. Uh, so, gonna go fast. Gonna I go pull far. over immediately because I'd already know. It's like, all right. I don't run. Yeah. I just pull over. He pulls up next to me, rolls his window down, and yells at me, Do you know how fucking fast you were going? And I'm like, <laughs> No. Yes, sir, I do. I'm sorry. It's like, Good. Slow down. We get the asshole in the Mustang. Yes. <laughs> yes. That never happens yep. with me. And as yeah. I go to work, I sure enough, I pass him in the Mustang. <laughs> out of the road. That was the that was the last time that I had uh, not pulled over for the police. Yeah. I pat that was a uh, had Eric's bike. I was coming down the ridge. When I got to the bottom of it, it opens up and it's a real long straightaway. Few mild corners. Good mild, serious. but yeah, nothing crazy. I came down the bottom and I was cruising. I had just got on the interstate a few miles before that. I just merged on, leaving my father's house, and I saw some type of exotic car up in front of me. And I, I really had no intentions of racing the guy. I was just like, it was an Audi R8, but it was when they just first came out. So I was kind of like, whoa, what was that? You know. So I sped up to try to catch up to it. I was behind him and I was just checking it out. I was like, whoa, man. You know, like I just wanted to see the car. I guess traffic saws get tied up together, so when we came down the bottom ridge and yeah. that straight, it was just like everybody moved over to the right lane. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's odd. And the next yeah. thing I heard, boom, like that, and I was like, oh, we got to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it, but I know I, I have to. Really you can't, just to. can't have it. I did, yeah. and I went by. I was, I was telling pegged out in six gear. I don't know, whatever it does. I think it had a can on it, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Started seeing a bunch of brake lights, but my lane was still open. I was like, "That's odd." <laughs> and between two tractor trailers, and there's two cops sitting on the side of the road. One of them comes out after me. I was like, "I can't stop now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I already got a 160 mile an hour head start on it. I was gonna keep going. Yeah, <laughs> reminds me of uh, me and a certain friend. We'll we'll call Zeke. Um, Zeke. <laughs> Uh, we were riding through town one night. Did he have a General Lee with him? I mean, Cooter. <laughs> Cooter, I mean, come on, man. We are riding through town one night, and I'm on similar situation. I'm on a borrowed um, F4I. <laughs> oh, gosh. And he was on, what, what, what was he riding at the time? Uh, I want to say he had his 675R at the time. Okay. Uh, one that he always wanted to replace with mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, <laughs> yes, he knows who it is. Um, so we're riding right. through town, and you know we're in a section where you come up and you got a hill and it goes down. Yeah. And you got another hill and it goes down. So we're coming up about the third hill we hit. We both apparently just had it in our air minds, and same time you hear whoop whoop whoop. Both of us picked the front ends up. About as quick as we picked them up, and we crest the hill. There's a cop coming the other way. <laughs> and we both whoop, set it right back down. Slow back down to the speed limit. Kind of look at each other. We both turn around and look. And, and we see him pull a U-turn. And we're like, exit, stage right. Took, yeah. the, took the very next <laughs> right turn. And was, uh... Commenced to go. Uh, they actually, I'm pretty sure they looked at it up for us for a while. Because we kept seeing cops and stuff coming around. But yeah, I was uh, with somebody that... we ended up hiding behind a building that had been closed down for I've a while. I've done that before. I was... I was out riding with somebody a couple of weekends ago. They ride a red BMW S1000. He launched himself off this set of railroad tracks. Whatever. <laughs> Allegedly. Y'all should have been there. Allegedly. Have hey. you all gone down? Hey. Um, Phones have cameras these days. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Apparently somebody on a red BMW S1000R 
jump the railroad tracks. If I could have got to my phone, oh, I would have. <laughs> What's up? When you go down, um, what was it, Arno Road, and it T-bones into, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, yeah. It runs out to 431. Anyways, that road, have you ever taken that all the way down to Chapel Hill? Probably not. Well, if you go all the way to Chapel Hill, you'll be going, and you see, and it looks like the road raises a little bit, and then there's a set of railroad tracks, and immediately after the railroad tracks, I swear to God, it's a 36 degree down. (laughs) We need to get the BMW out. (laughs) I came through there the first time I ever rode through there, and I'm doing about 60. Where's the Zuma? And I, I see, and I see it and I think, oh, that, what, it'll kill him. I'd rather drive, I'd rather ride the big bikes. <laughs> and all I can think is, oh, it's, just, it's a little hill crest. About the time I realize it's not just a little hill crest, it's too late. You tried to, that's so, what you're I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I jumped your Christmas tree. <laughs> you tried to kill yourself on the By the way, just so everyone knows, oh, God. there is still a Christmas tree in the living room right now. You know what? <laughs> I mentioned it as soon as I There's even a doormat hanging also. on it. There is one ornament hanging on it. I don't <laughs> care. It's like for the cat to play with. Yeah. Sure. This is what happens when we make all the intentions and the plans in the world to take the Christmas tree down on a Sunday, and then I get a phone call from Dallas going, Hey, we're going to Dad's house. We'll be there. That is a lie. That is, that is not a lie. I did not call you. I texted you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? Hmm? Nothing? Oh, Nothing. what's another? Well, we need to tell a good Zuma story now. Since we brought the Zuma up a couple well, of times. There's always one dad hurt himself worse on it than he ever has crashing in triple digits on no the track. No kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, that Zuma, 241. We call it, it's the 241 Zuma. Smashed a, it's his racing numbers. So gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> slathered all over the side of the Zuma. So, <laughs> the first time we did this. It's no, I'll say, that, no. I'm going to give some backstory on this because your dad almost got me kicked out of Barber because of this. He so. it on everybody else. <laughs> who, me Steve, or I love Steve. you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I love your dad, but anyway. So, we are all hanging out for a we're a race, and we were eating and had a couple of drinks or whatever, and uh, whenever Steve, we all start drinking, all we want to do is race the scooters. So, needs to say, we're lined up four wide, do a drag race down the paddock in Birmingham, down at Barber, and we're ready to go, we're lined up, we're about to have somebody drop the arms and go and that's when security rolls up <laughs> so I went anyway and took off and hid from everybody and jumped in the van and passed out and said you're not going to catch me Zuma's became unintentionally popular it yeah. was just like a good pit bike that everybody had kind of like a YSR 50 mm-hmm. back in the late 80s early 90s right. it just became a good reliable pit bike and then it's like you know when a bunch of road racers sitting around bored at night and the track's closed yeah and they, what do you think happen? and they get the liquid courage in them <laughs> there's 15 Zumas out there yeah <laughs> although it's always fun watching Danny Isley try and dirt, dirt track a Zuma that's fun to watch but well, he, he almost had it he did almost <laughs> have it but no the best the best Zuma story I have is we're again we're at it Sunday fun day and I'm uh, the one before this one yeah, the one before this about one. About a month ago. About a month and a half ago. And I'm riding through, just goofing right, off. That's what you told me, I don't know. Yeah, we, it may have been earlier. But we're goofing off and everything, and all of a sudden, I see Dallas running at me. 
And I don't know what's going on. It just started taking off across the backyard. Yeah. And so Dallas decides that, hey, I'm going to tackle Daniel off the back of the Zoom. <laughs> sure. I mean, he hit me he like. He was probably a, doing, he had just taken off. He was probably doing like eight or ten miles an hour. And I came, I timed it perfect. Right? Yeah. Just, I mean, perfect pee and just. <laughs> just wrapped me up, yanked me off of it. There went to Zoom. I was like, what are you doing? He goes, I don't know. It seemed like it a good hilarious. idea. Everybody laughed. Oh, we were all laughing, but it's one of those like, what the shit? And then uh um, That wasn't such a good idea at the moment. That and then oh, oh, what's another ran your dad into the tree. Ran that was my, that was my fault. Your cat is No, I was on the back when you hit the tree. Were you? Yes. I don't remember that. You hit that tree, you couldn't have hit it more dead perfectly. It broke <laughs> the fender. Yeah. Knocked the fender, front fender off. Bit the got up the next day, he took a picture and put it on social media and he's like, I don't really remember much about last night. He's like, But I wanna know who the fuck did this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the picture of the zoom and so I got grass just shoved all in it and fenders broke. And shit all down the side and everything. <laughs> this zoom looks like it's been up and down Pike's Peak twice. <laughs> I mean it's bad. On its side. On its side. Drove yeah. behind a truck. Yeah. Yeah. But it went up. Mike Spink took the short way down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It pulled the Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Good times. Oh, good, good times. times. Good times. I guess that's pretty much it for the night, though. Yeah. Because we could do this all night, but we don't want to bore anybody. Yeah. Uh, we're pushing close to an hour and a half yeah. now. So. When you get out, we got... We gotta work it. I don't know who could do it. I couldn't listen to me for an hour and a half. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> much less at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Next week, next week, next week. Uh, we'll figure it out next week. next week. It'll be something fun as always. World sure. Superbike. World Superbike? We'll, we'll talk about, about World Superbike. And uh, hopefully by next week Sunday we'll have done place. some damn riding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. You too. Sunday. 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 And World Superbike at my place. Yeah. All right. We'll figure it out. It's over this way. So. Hell yes. Three miles well, away. Yep. That's a Sunday. So. If I make it back up from Atlanta. Yeah. Does anybody know? I haven't found out. Are they going to run them back-to-back on Sunday, or are they going to air one Saturday and one Sunday? Are they going to air them both Sunday? We'll figure it We'll figure that I mean, out. I don't know the answer I can go yet. through and find it. But yeah, you can record it. Y'all already talked a couple episodes about split schedules. So. Yeah. yeah. But you can just DVR if it happens, and we'll watch them. Why don't we get... We should get tickets to road racing at work. Well... Yeah, about that. Your closest tickets are Road Atlanta and Birmingham. Yeah, Barber. Really yeah. Let me. Right Mid Ohio is all side by side there. stuff anyway. So who cares? Mid Ohio's not going to go. They're not going to Mid Ohio. They'll get started side by sides right now. No. MDGP. Um, uh, yes. Anyway, we're going to sign off because, yeah, it's time to go home. Yeah, time to go home and uh, don't forget to give us a call. 2625 Go Ride. Yeah, you can What's go ride anyways. <laughs> oh. uh, but anyway, hit us up anywhere: Facebook, Instagram, all the social media, all of, the usual, all of those. Uh, love to hear from you. But thanks for listening to us all night. Yes, all night, all night. So uh, this is Crystal Wingman, Tyler, mm. Daniel, Dallas, and Dallas. Thank and you, Dallas. Good night. night. Go ride. I do my Potatoes. Go ahead. No. Sure, You ain't gotta go home, but you gotta get the hell up out. Thank you for listening to Wingman's Garage. For business inquiries, email us at podcasts at wingmansgarage.net.